Welcome to ACC Nation. I'm Jim Quist, and that is Aaron Fitt with D1 Baseball. And Aaron has uh, found a little bit of time to drop by and talk to us about ACC Baseball. So let's just jump right into it here. Um, we've got uh, several teams in the ACC which made your um, preseason top 25. So let's talk about them, and we'll start with number 10, NC State. Give us a little background on what we can expect from the Pac-9. Yeah, obviously there's, you know, a lot back from that team that was uh, in Omaha last year. They also, you know, have, have a lot of, of important pieces to replace in the lineup in particular, but they did a great job, I thought, on the transfer market and, and with their freshman class, um, plugging some holes. And, you know, you bring in a guy like Josh Hood, who's a proven performer up, up in the Ivy League, who's done it in the Cape Cod League. Um, you, you bring in Gino Groover from Charlotte, um, you know, and Don Palali, two really good players from Charlotte that are, that are both prospects. And uh, I think we'll, we'll kind of beef up that lineup a little bit. Uh, the big key, I think, for, for NC State will be, you know, you've got a true freshman probably at catcher with Jacob Cozart and also at shortstop with Peyton Green. Those are two positions where you really like to have experience um, and they're going to be relying on those freshmen and they've got to carry a big load, but those are two really good players. You know, obviously we've got them ranked number 10 in the country. We believe in those two guys, but um, I still think it's going to be a, a dangerous offensive team. Tommy white is a freshman. I'm really excited about. He's going to hit a ton for the next three years there. Um, just a, you know, just a beefy dude with power and feel for hitting as well. So tough out. He's going to be a star. Uh, but really, I think what sets them apart probably from the rest of the league, most of the rest of the league is, is starting pitching. I mean, Sam Highfield and Matt Willardson, I think is going to be a dynamite one-two punch. You got Chris Villeman anchoring a bullpen. that would be pretty good. Usually you can always count on NC State to hit. They always hit. Uh, but this is maybe some of the best pitching that they've had heading into a season that, that I can remember. Martin Dynasty continues with the Knowles and FSU is up next. So pitching may be the key there, but you can tell us a little more about that. They've got a guy by the name of Parker Messick, yeah. which is a real terror. Yeah, for sure. The, the reigning ACC pitcher of the year, uh, left-hander, just a bulldog, comes right at you. And I think him and Bryce Hubbard, again, that gives you that really good one-two punch. Bryce Hubbard struck out a lot of guys last year and then went, went to the Cape and kept doing it. And um, Carson Montgomery, you would expect would take that next step. Now, uh, that the big high profile recruit last year, now he's a sophomore. I assume he'll move into the rotation as well. For me, that's as good a rotation as you'll find in college baseball. I think it's, it's going to be right up there with probably Texas for the best rotation in the country. And there's so much depth on this, on this pitching staff. I mean, the bullpen is really deep and varied. They've got a lot of power arms and different looks and low slot guys, and lefties and righties, and, you know, they can match up with anybody. So um, again, a program like NC state, you think of historically as, as a, as an offense first program that um, their strength is clearly on the mound. They need to be a lot better offensively and defensively than they were last year. Those were not strengths for this club, uh, but they kind of overhauled the roster. Once again, the transfer market has changed the game in college baseball. You bring in a, you know, a new shortstop in Jordan Carrion and um, you know, Brett Roberts from Tennessee tech is an athletic player who's versatile. And I think he's going to be a, a nice addition at third base. And then Alex Terrell at first. So you really just overhauled the entire infield there with some transfers and We'll see if, uh, you know, that, that helps their offense and their defense become more competent this year. But you mentioned Texas just a moment ago. That's your number one team in that preseason uh, top 25 at D1 baseball. Uh, pitching the key there, obviously. Give us just a little hint as to what we can expect to see out of Texas this season. 
Yeah, certainly pitching. I mean, uh, but really it's a well-rounded club, probably the most balanced club, I think, in the country um, with, with you know, a lot of returning guys back as well. Preseason All-American like Ivan Melendez and really good shortstop named Trey Faltini. And, uh, they're just a, an experienced team. They were in Omaha last year in the Final Four, just, you know, a win away from reaching the finals. And, uh, and they've got so much back. But Pete Hansen's a star in the rotation. I think uh, Tanner Witt uh, was, was a bullpen, you know, ace for them last year. He's going to slide into a starting role, and I think he'll be really good in that role. And then you got Tristan Stevens. I mean, and, and Aaron Nixon, another All-American at the back of the bullpen. So it's just a, an embarrassment of riches in the mound for those guys. Nobody's complaining in Texas, that's for sure. The next uh, teams up are all SEC. It's Arkansas, Vanderbilt, Mississippi State, and Ole Miss. So eight total out of the SEC. We're not surprised there at all. Next in the ACC, uh, they've almost got everybody back except two important pieces, and that's Notre Dame. Tell us about the Irish. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's, it's a team that won the league by, what, four and a half games last year um, with a ton of veteran guys back, winners, but they do have those two big, big pieces to replace. Nico Cavadas was a centerpiece of their lineup, and, uh, and Tanner Kolop was, I thought, you know, maybe the, the biggest weapon on their pitching staff last year at the back of the bullpen. Those two guys are gone. Um, so we'll see. And then, you know, no more Tommy Sheehan too, who had surgery last year, but he was, had gone into the season as the, the anchor, you know, for that weekend rotation. And then they were fine without him. I mean, they really just the way they adjusted last year was impressive to get John Michael Bertrand back atop your rotation and Will Mercer and Aiden Terrell. I mean, these are quality lefties that just know how to pitch. Maybe they don't blow you away with stuff, but these guys, um, they're, they're competitors. And then, you know, you've got some real firepower, the bullpen, Jack Brannigan can throw 99 miles an hour and he's a two-way player. I think he's going to be a star this year. This is the year that I think will be his coming out party. Um, Liam Simon is nasty, just a big righty, you know, was, you'll see him up to 96 and Alex Rayo again, power stuff. So those three guys, I think are difference makers in the bullpen. Um, and, and, you know, Link Jarrett does such a great job coaching hitters, uh, wherever he goes, they hit, they hit at Greensboro, they hit in Auburn, they hit at East Carolina. I mean, Florida state, he's a Florida state guy. He's got that pedigree, uh, for my money, he's as good of a hitting instructor as there is in the country. They're going to hit, they're going to execute team offense. Um, they're going to, you know, put balls in play. They do have some pop, uh, some speed, but really it's just one of those teams where it's veteran guys that can grind out at bats and the sum is greater than the parts. I'm going to take a golden Eagle here and flip it, Aaron. Um, in the coastal, a lot of people say Georgia Tech is a team to to watch, and then there's some people who say in Virginia. But I look at Virginia, and they've lost a lot, either to the draft or to graduation. So tell us a little bit about Georgia Tech with maybe a side of what the Cavaliers have. Yeah, Georgia Tech is a team for me that has, you know, we're talking national championship kind of upside. I mean, they might have more players drafted than any team in the country. Um, just up and down their lineup is just dude after dude. And, and, you know, on the mound too, I mean, um, there's guys that have to prove themselves. That's why they're number 21 in the country is because, you know, Marquise Grissom and Zach Maxwell have big time stuff, um, but they've not really been, you know, starting rotation anchors before. Can they do it? Maxwell in particular, he's, you know, kind of a classic max effort bullpen guys. What he was last year did not throw a lot of strikes, but I mean, it's, you know, guy can throw a hundred. 
you know, with a, with a wipeout slider. He's a big old donkey to me. He, he's like Jonathan Broxton, you know, that kind of a look. Um, Broxton did some starting too when he was in the minor leagues, but uh, I think he could do it. I think he could be a good starter, uh, but we need to see it. And, and Grissom boy, I mean, it's, he's an exciting talent, um, you know, and a really good athlete, as you might imagine, given, given his dad, um, the, the great center fielder in the big leagues for all those years. But, um, you know, Marquise has, has got that really outstanding change up just for him. It's a matter of maturing freshman year to sophomore year. He needs to make that step. I think he will um, a little bit of an experience uh, here and there in the bullpen there. They might be going with a freshman closer, Aiden Finitary. Um, but uh, he's, he's again, fierce competitor, mature above his years. I saw him in the fall, you know, escape a jam and uh, in one of those fall world series games and those things can get pretty intense. So he, he showed me some guts there, but uh, the, the, offensively, it's just, you know, it's scary. It's scary how good they're going to be. They're going to hit a ton of home runs. You add a guy like Chandler Simpson, who um, he could be their version of, of Enrique Bradfield from Vanderbilt, just a guy who can terrorize you on the base pass with his speed. He is dynamic. Um, that's a great addition there, a transfer from UAB. So, uh, yeah, I, for, for me, I just think that they're an elite offensive club uh, with with kind of some risk reward going on with the, the pitching and defense. Defense needs to be better than it was last year. Um, and as for Virginia, you hit on it. I mean, for us, uh, we're not as high on them because they did lose a lot of key guys. I mean, especially, you know, Andrew Abbott, um, your All-America ace, and then, you know, Mike uh, Mike Vassell and Griff McGarry, it's your whole rotation, really. And, and McGarry kind of came into his own last year in the postseason. Him and Abbott were their two big guns, the two best guys on the mound there. Uh, they're gone. And I just don't know what to, to make of, you know, can, can Nate Savino be your number one guy? Uh, famous guy out of high school. I just haven't seen the kind of stuff, bat-missing stuff that I want to see from him to this point in his career. We'll see if he puts it all together in his third season here. Uh, Brandon Neek, they could be looking at to start. He had one great start in the postseason last year, but really staying healthy has been an issue for him over the course of his career. Can he hold up to a starting role? Um, is he better suited for the bullpen? I don't know. We'll find out. Devin Ortiz threw six innings last year. He might be a starter for them. Um, you know, that's a two-way guy. He's talented, but there's just not a lot of experience there. So I'm concerned about the pitching. Um, you've got probably a, a true freshman to shortstop in, in Griffo Farrell, who, you know, we'll, we'll see that they're, you know, they're optimistic there, but again, a position where you like to have some more experience. And then even, even in the lineup, I mean, Chris Newell's kind of enigmatic. He could be really, he can be really good when he's locked in, but there's, he runs hot and cold. Uh, he's a key piece. And um, I don't know. I mean, there, there's certainly upside. Kyle Teal's a superstar. Uh, but for me, I saw another ranking had them like get top five in the country. And I was like, I don't even have them top five in the ACC. I mean, I'm, I'm, I was surprised by that. Wow. Um, taking a look at a couple of other conferences real quickly, Pac-12, uh, Stanford comes in at six. They also have Arizona and Oregon. And the Big 12 at number seven, Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, and TCU follow up in that. Uh, continuing with a look at what's going on in the ACC, we've got Duke up next. And one of the most disappointing things there is Williams Tommy John mm. surgery which kind of is a gut punch but tell us what's going on with Duke yeah losing Henry Williams before the season started was was certainly a blow but I still think there's a lot of really good pitching here so excited about Marcus Johnson and Luke Fox in the rotation um I mean Marcus Johnson was an all-America caliber closer last year, but it's three really good pitches. It's a starter's delivery. He's athletic. I think he's going to do great in the starting role. 
Um, we saw kind of what Luke Fox was capable of in the ACC tournament last year. You know, I think it's a first round lefty for next season. It's really good stuff. And, and, and he throws strikes. Um, and then even without Williams, I mean, I think Billy Seidel's coming into his own. It's another power guy comes at you with, you know, mid nineties stuff and has improved his change up. I think he's, he's looks to me now like a guy that is ready to, to be a weekend guy. And you've, you've still got, you know, Cooper Stinson, plenty of experience there. He's actually made some strides, even though he's a veteran guy, he's getting better. Um, so bullpen, you know, again, experience, experience, Jimmy Loper, Matt Dockman, those guys, you had a, a Jonathan Santucci, really exciting freshman left-hander two-way talent um, comes at you with, you know, 96 miles an hour from the left side and, and a really good slider. You just don't see a lot of that. So pitching is outstanding. Um, and there's, you know, there's plenty back in lineup as well, but like, like NC state uh, we're looking at a freshman shortstop and a freshman catcher. So that's the reason they're not higher in the rankings for us. Uh, it helps though that Alex Mooney, the shortstop is, is the best probably freshman position player in the country. Um, you know, I think he was the highest ranked guy to come to campus this year. So uh, that's a great place to start. If you're going to have a freshman at short, I think he's uh, he can make all the plays. He's a special talent. There and the Canes have a lot to replace, but uh, they're next on the list of your preseason top 25 out of the ACC. Yeah. It's another team that has really good pitching. The pitching stands out for some of these teams in the league this year. Um, Alejandro Rosario, one of those guys, again, freshman to sophomore year, he's like that Carson Montgomery. He's in that category. Um, you know, Teddy McGraw, Wake Forest, some of these really talented arms. Um, you know, we're talking about first round talents that just need to make the next step in their progression. We often see that big jump freshman to sophomore year. Can he be the guy? You know, it's, it's a really electric arm up to 98 miles an hour. Um, Carson Palmquist, like Marcus Johnson, is going to make that transition from the bullpen into the rotation. Uh, he's awesome. I mean, it's, uh, you know, look at the numbers. It's absurd how good the numbers are. It's a, a lefty with a low slot, it's, it's still in the 90s. You don't see that kind of velocity from that slot, especially from lefties. Uh, he is filthy, and he just pounds his own. It's 75 strikeouts against eight walks last year in 44 innings. I mean, that's absurd. That's absurd. Um, so I, I guess it's not a done deal that he's going to start, but that was my understanding. That's their plan. I think last I talked to those guys, they're still trying to figure out how the pieces fit. Um, but, you know, those two guys, and then Alex McFarlane, um, who's a, you know, kind of a raw um, Virgin Islands native who's just maybe a little bit of a late bloomer, but he's starting to come. You know, they said he was up 99 on scout day this fall. Um, it's you can dream on that one. You know, you can dream on that one. So, again, pitching is the strength of this team. We're not as sold on the offense, but um, there are some talented kids. Yo-Yo Morales, I think, is a, is a rising star. Uh, can Jacoby Long, you know, figure it out and take that next jump as a sophomore now? Can can Lorenzo Carrier come in and, and you know, be the five-tool performer um, that they think he can be as a true freshman? Um, we'll see. And if those guys click and, you know, Carlos Perez progresses and Max Romero comes in as a, as a transfer and, and he hits for power, I can actually see this lineup being pretty good and Miami might be underranked here at 25. So in the last few seconds that we have you, Aaron, uh, talk to us a little bit uh, or just just tell us a couple of the teams that we really need to be keeping an eye on that may be sneaking up on us out of the ACC. Yeah, yeah there's, I mean, there's a lot of sneaky teams here. I mean, everybody, you know, in the league looks dangerous to me. Um, Boston College may be the one exception. I, don't, I'm, I need to see it more with them. They've got, they've got more to prove for me. Um, but 
you know, I look at Pittsburgh. I mean, nobody's probably going to be talking about Pittsburgh, but they were right there on the bubble for a regional bid last year. If you look at their series wins, they swept a bunch of good, good teams. And um, there's a lot back again, a lot of veteran guys back uh, in the lineup, especially, I still think they're frisky. I think, you know, Wake Forest, boy, again, they got to prove it. They burned me last couple of years. I've, I've been high on them and it hasn't happened for them, but um, on, on paper, the talent is still so exciting. I mean, you look at Teddy McGraw and Rhett Lauder, Josh Hartle, boy, it's a, a extremely talented trio to, to anchor your rotation and Eric Adler, the bullpen. Um, I don't know that they have the depth on the mound, but um, they, they have that frontline firepower, which is exciting. I think North Carolina is going to be lying in the weeds a little bit. Um, people aren't really talking about them so much. Again, you got to prove it on the mound. Can, can Max Carlson come back from injury and be a dude? Can Brandon Schaefer as a, as a Juco transfer and Connor Beauvert from Siena? Those guys are making big steps up in competition here. Can, can they hold down weekend spots? Um, those are question marks, but I, I think their lineup is, is going to be a lot better than it was last year. I think there's, they're very good defensively um, and, and they play hard. You know, They got into a regional last year. They kind of grinded their way into a regional with a young team. I still think they're, they're dangerous too. So, you know, Clemson certainly dangerous again and um, Virginia tech um, we'll see, you know, but again, I mean, there's, 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 there's pieces here. Gavin cross is the best player in the league. You know, and he's hitting in the middle of their lineup. Um, good shortstop and Tanner Scoble. You got a, another really talented freshman in there with Carson Martini at third base. I mean, they got pieces to build around. So I, I don't think there's anyone here, even, even BC, as I mentioned, maybe you got some stuff to prove, but I mean, Potentially Mason Pelio, Joe Vitrano, you know, Sean Hard. Uh, I like the upside of that weekend rotation trio. Um, need to see Pelio figure it out and kind of recapture his form from when he was a freshman. But every team in the league has something to like. So uh, I think it's going to be a dogfight. Sounds good. Season begins February 15th for ACC. Aaron Fitt, D1 Baseball. Thank you, sir, again, for joining us. We always appreciate you coming and talking with us and giving us a little bit of a sneak preview of what's going on in college baseball. My pleasure, Jim, anytime. Anytime.